The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Yud Chet. Today's Daf is being studied in the Shmat of Ram Ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tanihan Ben Amen. Today's Daf is being studied for Ash Shilema, Yosef Ben Sarah. Megam Rafu Ash Shilema, Rahamim Ben Adel. Megam Rafu Ash Shilema, Sarah Bat Nachel. Enna Refalanahem. Betoch Shar Chodayam Yisrael. Amen. Begin today's Daf. Starting on the top line The Gemara Is still analyzing the end of our Mishnah Statement of Rabbi Yoshua Actually Mishnah said Rabbi Yoshua Rabbi Yoshua's Modeh In the case where the fellow says That your father Owned this field But then uh, he sold it to me so we said that even Rabbi Yeshua will say that there's a ne'emanut in such a case based on the principle of a pesha asad who a she'etir. Because the same mouth that said that belonged to the father, which was said it on him, is now being matir and saying that he sold it to him. And we said the logic of a pesha asad, a pesha is working with a migu. Which means migu, he could have said that um, it was never your father's. He never said anything, which means nobody really... Uh, Nobody was claiming him over here. He offered this information himself. He could have kept quiet. The fact that he opened his mouth, so that already he has a amigo, and therefore he is believed. And the Gemara questioned on the, the last Amud, why exactly did you have to give that case? Could he give another case to bring the similar point out? And the Gemara explained because the Sefa would not uh, fit, fit in with another case. So now the Gemara is going to try to offer another interpretation of what the Mishnah could have said to bring out the same point. <coughs> the Gemara says, Why did the Tanah say, Moder bi Yoshua be'omer l'chavero, Mane l'aviti mimecha, Uperativ lecha. Shuneiman. I'll give you a simple case. We have to give a case where a guy saying, Your father, go straight to the guy himself. Say, listen, I borrowed a hundred from you, and I paid you back. And if we should say what? He should have a, the Imanut, She's in a case where we, the way we explained it was, where no, there's no, sure, there's no um, ox that's, that's slaughtered in front, that there's a claim where the guys come along and saying, hey, who slaughtered my ox? There's no claims over here. She's in a case is talking about where the guy's offering the information himself. Why did you have to explain the case in the land deal? And you have to go to the case where your father owned the field, Mishum Sefa, and because you wanted to make a Hadush in the Sefa, like we said in the laws of Hazakah, the three years, the Hadush was that it was two years in the father and one year by the son, and that's not considered a uh, Hazakah. Linkot It's a regular case. It's talking about the assets, regular money, movables. And give me the case uh, in, the, in the guy himself, but you got to go to the father for it. You say like this uh, You lent me a hundred, and uh, what? Uh, I paid you back. 
And therefore, uh, he has a ne'emanut, as she says, ne'eman b'deoraita b'lo shivu'ah. Which means he wasn't even have to make a shivua. Which means when he comes along and offers that information and says that you let me a hundred and I paid you back, so from that she's master that he has a full ne'emanut. And again, the logic is why, because he didn't have to say anything. Didn't uh, he offer the information? He's the one that was osir. Right? And he's the one that was Matir. So it's based on the same principles. So the Mishnah will be teaching us the same concept. Good. So comes the Gemara and says, no. It doesn't work that case. Because again, it will not work out in the Sefa, the end of the Mishnah. What was the end of the Mishnah? If let's say the Malveh, the lender, he brings witnesses. And he comes along and the witnesses prove that what? That indeed there was a loan. So it's not coming from the uh, borrower. Mm-hmm. It's not a pesha, it's not a pesha, it's coming from the witnesses. The witnesses are saying that. We're telling you that there was a loan over here. Right? And in that case, the Mishnah is going to say, he comes along and says, but I paid Iman. And the deen of the Mishnah is Iman. Because you don't have a pesha, it's not a pesha, Because he wasn't osir. The witnesses were being the Osir, and he's just coming along, going against yeah. witnesses. So the Gemara says, that cannot be, because the deed is not true. Why? We have a rule, that a person that says Malve, he lends his uh, friend money, in front of witnesses, he does not have to pay his friend back in front of Aydeem. Which means you don't need Aydeem. He doesn't need Aydeem, which means he's able to pay back, not in front of witnesses. So even if witnesses come along and say, we saw there was a loan over here. Okay, very good, so there was a loan over here. He could pay back, not in front of witnesses, which is when you give a loan in front of witnesses, it's not automatically saying that just because I used witnesses to give you the loan, I want witnesses to watch when you pay me back. Shabbat doesn't say that. You don't need witnesses to pay back. So therefore, the deen of the Mishnah would not make sense as wrong. Which means, the sefa doesn't make sense. Because the sefa says what? If there were witnesses that come along and say, hey, we saw there's a loan, then he's not Neiman to say I paid back. Why is he not Neiman? He could be Neiman. He doesn't need witnesses to, to pay back. If we're going with the Shabbat says, that Malveim So therefore, he would be Neiman. So therefore, the deen of the Mishnah is not, is, is not, is not true. So uh, comes the Gemaran says, okay, fine. So that cannot be the case. So maybe we give a different case. What's the other case now we're going to give? The Gemaran says, the litni, why don't you say the case in the Mishnah like this? Again, we're, all, we're trying, to give, trying to give cases where we don't have to get involved with, let's say, the father. Now we give, we give a more direct case. So the Gemaran says like this. The litni, moder bi Yoshua, moder... The guy tells his friend, which means like this: I owed your father a hundred. Which means your father's hundred was in my hands, meaning I owed your father a hundred. I paid him back half. So that's a classic case of what. Which means he's agreeing partially, right? And the Chadush over here is what? We're going to say that he's Ne'eman, that he doesn't even have to make a 
Shivuah. It doesn't have to make a swear. And the Hadush is also what? That we're working with the Pesha Asad, which means normally in the regular case of Modebe Miksat. God comes and says, Show me a hundred. Yeah? And then the, the, the guy responds, No, I don't owe you a hundred, I only owe you fifty. The law from the Torah is the guy has to make a Shivuah. Which is, you're, he's claiming 100, you're claiming 50, you have to swear that you're only 50, and then you can pay back 50 and you have to hook. You need a shivuah. The hadush in the Mishnah would be over here, that when you're working with a pesha asar and a pesha etir, you don't even need a shivuah. Because he's the guy offering the information. He's coming along, he's claiming him over here. He's coming along on his own. He's coming along, exactly. He's coming along and saying, what? Your father lent me 100. Oh no, yeah, your father let me a hundred, and uh, that's it, I paid him back uh, uh, fifty, and therefore I paid him back half the debt, so I'll go home half. So he's more there, and the Hadush of he would not need a shivwa to, to swear, and uh, because of a pesha asad, a shinti. So why don't you give us that case? Look at Ashi. Ashi says, Vinitni, Moder bi Yoshua. Because nobody claimed him. Why is this case better than the case of Amishnah? Because you teach me an extra Hadush. Which means the extra Hadush is not only a Peshasar, a Peshetir. But you teach me a case where you have a modeb miksat ta'ana where he does not need a shivuah. That's why this case is better than the, than the case that the Mishnah gave us. Because it's teaching us an additional hadush. Again, normally when a guy is modeb uh, that he owes half, we tell him swear and uh, pay the half. This case you don't have to pay the, the swear. Why? Because uh, nobody claimed you came on your own uh, on your own will. Good? So what you say that case? Yeah. So Gabbara says, okay, hold it. If you're going to learn that case, Alibad de Man. Which Tanna was Rabbi Yoshua saying? Because we're going to see that there's a machloket regarding this case. And the way Rabbi Yoshua said the case to the Mishnah, it's not going to be fitting with any of the Tanaim that discussed the subject. So that's why that cannot be the case in the Mishnah. Because it's not, uh, uh, doesn't fit according to any of the Shittot. Why? What's the subject of this? Okay, what says? If you're going to say it's going to the rabbis, the rabbis come along and say, in this case over here, it's like a case of a person that's returning a lost object. Now, let's review the case of a guy returning a lost object. The law is, Hamim said, when a guy, let's say, finds an object, yeah, and he goes and he returns it to, uh, to his friend. And the guy comes along and says, hey, you only returned uh, half of it. Right? He claims against him. He says, hey, you, owe me, uh, you, you didn't return the whole item over there. So the hachamim hold that this guy comes along and says, what do you mean? Uh, I, paid you, uh, I paid you over here. He comes along and says, no, no, no you, you didn't pay me the whole thing. We don't make the Baal, uh, the fellow that found the Aveda, make a shivua. Hakemi made a takana. We don't want people that find objects to make shivuot because otherwise they're going to be discouraged to return items. If they, every time they return an item, now the guys are claiming against them. Now we say, okay, make a shivuot that you pay them back the whole thing. 
So therefore, we don't want to get involved. Once a guy knows he has to make a shivua, so now what? What do I gain? I go return the thing over. I, I went and returned it, and I this claims against me. I have to make a shivua. So therefore, Hachamim said that in this case as well, as a dean of meshiv aveda, uh, and therefore, why? even in the case where let's say the guy claimed him. But you let's say the guy came along and said, Hey, listen, you uh, borrowed from my father uh, a hundred over here, uh, and you owe him, right? He comes on and says, Listen, uh, I paid him back already uh, half. In that case, we're going to say what? He doesn't have to make a shivua. And we'll see exactly why it's compared to Meshiv Aveda, but obviously the Bishra cannot be going like Hachamim. Because they owed, even when there was a claim, he doesn't have to uh, make a shivua, he's the Imam. She's, according to the BOSW, he only gave a, a, a case what, where it's happening by itself, where he's offering the information. But according to Achamim, even if he was claimed, he's the Iman and doesn't have to pay. Look at Lashi. And she says, Alibad the Iman. Even if let's say the guy is claiming him. Hey, listen, you owe my father a hundred. And he comes up and says, I agree, but, but I paid him half already. I only owe him half. It has a deen of a meshiv aveda. That does not have to swear. Ditnan b'shvuot, kesi shavuot. Manel abba biyadecha. Right, the guy comes along and says, Manel abba biyadecha. En lecha biyadi ela hamishim dinar. He comes along and says, I only have to pay him fifty. Patur. Why? Mishum shu kemeshiv aveda. Because that's like returning an aveda. Now, what's the What's the logic? Why it's like Meshiv uh, Aveda? So he says like this. The logic is like this. Because the guy that's claiming him is not the guy that's asking for the money. It's his father. He's coming along and saying, listen, you owe my father this money. So therefore, the way he befriends him, explained it, mm-hmm. We have a rule like this. This is the Sevarot over here. Interesting Sevarot. We have a rule. A guy usually does not have the brazenness to deny a loan that was given to him. Which is, if some guy lends me money, and now the guy comes back and says, Can you give me back the $100? We don't say a guy is going to say, What $100? A guy could not have the brazenness to Right? So therefore, a person will never be kofir akol. If anything, what will he do? And if shame will say, ah, it was only 50. That already he'll say, and that's when we make him make a shivwa. Because we think, he can't say nothing. Right? So he's saying 50 just to say faith, so he has to swear. In this case, however, he's not Baal Chavo. Baal Chavo is not claiming him. This guy's coming with him, you owe my father. So this guy really is Naaman to say, I owe him nothing. Because in this case over here, really, it's not a deen of in Adam Me'iz, and therefore really, he has no problem to say, uh, I owe you nothing. And therefore, technically, when he's giving back the uh, the money, he's giving back, it's like an Abedah, it's like a, like a, like a lost son, he's just he's returning money that uh, he could have, he could have been, 
כופר. So he explains like this, so אם ואין לו תובעו של דבר בעצמו, אלא שאבי בלבה, יכול היה להעיז ולכפור הכל. He could have said, or you nothing. וכיוון שלא כפר הכל, פעילים נוסקייס, אלא הודה במקצת, הרי הוא כמשיב אבדה לבעלים. It's like he's returning a lost object to the owners, הוא פטור משבועה. אוקיי? So therefore, the Mishnah cannot be going like Shittat Rabbanan, because Shittat Rabbanan, even if he's claimed by the son, that you owe the father the money, he would not have to make a shivani is ne'eman. Now the B'yosho and the Mishnah only gave a case where he's coming forth himself. So therefore, the B'yosho does not fit with the shita of the hakamim. And if you're going to say it's going like the other rabbi, he says that you need a shivua, which means even if he came on his own volition and said, your father uh, lent me the uh, money and I paid him back half, even in that case, where still the Bilaizah says, you still need a shivua. So therefore you see he's not going like... Because according to the Yeshua, he's saying when he comes to his own volition, he's there even without a Shavuah. So therefore they're saying, you cannot establish the Mishnah like that. It doesn't fit with anything she told. Look at that sheet. Oh, we'll continue. So how do you know this Mahloket? Between the banana and the Bilezer and Yaakov. The Tanya, we have a Brayta. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, Pe'amim she'adam nishba' al ta'anat atzmo. There's sometimes where a person has to make a shivu'ah even on his own claim. Which sounds like even when he's coming on his own volition. Ketzat, what's the case? Guy tells his friend, Which means, I, have, I had a hundred of your father by me, and I paid him back half. So therefore he's being more there, but mixed out on his own, on his own admission, right? So it says what? He would uh, swear, the Modeb makes out that he paid half. And that's the case of Nishba al-Ta'anat al-Tzmo. So you see what? Even when the guy's coming on his own admission, he starts to make a shiva. Rabbi said, no, it's like a guy returning a lost object, and therefore he's going to be patur. So therefore, what are we learning over here? That it be the Ayaz bin Yaakov holds, even in a case where it's coming from his own admission, he's still chayav a shiva. That's the language of the Brayta. We understand Ta'anat Atzmo means where he's the one that came in both for the information. And they still say you have to make a Shavuah. And Hakamim are saying no. And therefore, Rabbi Yoshua, who are you going like? Look at Rashi. Rabbi Yoshua No, that's going further. So comes Gibran says, Oh, Rabbi Yoshua ben Yaakov, Letle Meshiv Abeda Patur. Everybody must hold when a guy comes on his own admission and says that, you know, uh, your father gave me a hundred and I paid him back half. Like the Sevara we said above, since the guy could have been kofir akol, right? Since the guy could have said uh, nothing, because he's not talking to the, to, to the father anymore. Now he's dealing with the kid. So therefore, he could have said nothing. So whatever he's giving back, it's Meshiv uh, Avedah. Like, it's like returning a lost object. So technically, he really should be able to give it without having to make a shivua. The Kabbalah cannot accept 
that the Bili Ezeb bin Yaakov will hold, you got to make a shivu on your own admission. We got, but we only have one problem, but Brighta says it. The Brighta says that Pa'amim She'adam Nishba Al Ta'anat Atzmo. Now we understand Ta'anat Atzmo is he came and uh, admitted. Why no, it's the same thing. It's what they mimic that. When you, so long as he doesn't say uh, he paid back the uh, the whole thing, it's considered what they mimic that. Correct. Look at Rashi. Verabi Eliezer letle meshiv avedat patur min ashivua mitmiya hat takantad rabbanani b'masichet gitin. The rabbis made this takana motze mitzia. A guy found a lost object. Lo yishava. We're not going to make him swear now. What's tikkun ha'olam? Because you're going to make the finders always swear. So everybody's not going to return anything. Which means, what are you going to tell me over here? When a guy's coming on his own to return it, that's like a meshiv avedah. Well, if you're going to make guys now uh, say that you have to swear, nobody's going to come on their own. The you, only way you're going to get your money back is through... Chasing the guy. Right? He's going to make the guy swear. So therefore, Rashid says, right, You're going to be uh, It doesn't make sense. Because otherwise, you're going to discourage people from wanting to go uh, pay back. So we cannot accept that Rabbi Eliezer is going to say that when he comes on his own admission, he has to make a Shivwa. Oh, but we have a problem. How do you square off the Braita? So Gibra says. Amarav betoano katan. Oh, so the case is talking about over here. Well, let's say you have a katan. The katan is yatom, and then explain which he doesn't have a uh, father, and he's coming along to the guy, and he has a tana bari, meaning he's uh, certain, and he says, "Listen, I'm telling you, you borrowed money from uh, my father." And you did not pay him. Now in this case over here, the love, the borrower, is modeh. He says, listen, there's no question, you're, you're right, I did borrow money from your uh, father. However, I paid back half. In that case, the B, the is going to say, he makes a shivwa. Because it's not like a meshiv aveda. In that case. Now why is that case not like a meshiv aveda? So... The Mephal should explain over here like this. Now, the Alpha Pisha Katan Tuvor Betanat Bari, you know, the Katan's coming along and saying, Listen, I'm telling you, you owe my father the money. Mahshivor Bismillah Yakov Kimishin is Baal Ta'anat Atzmo. Here's the second question. What do you mean? Why is it considered Ta'anat Atzmo? He's not coming on his own. The Katan came and claimed him. He approached him. Ta'anat Atzmo sounds like he admitted himself. Why would you consider when the Katan comes Ta'anat Atzmo? So he says here, Because you don't really consider the ta'ana of a, ta'a, of a kid, of a katan, a claim. So it's like, it's on his own. Really, you can tell the katan, I'm not obligated to. But you can't consider it now, when he comes along and says, Oh, hey, for Meshiva, because bottom line, there was a claim. So therefore, we have a case over here where it's considered ta'anat atzmo. It's going to be considered his own admission, right? Where he's going to have to make a shivua. 
Why? Because in this case of it, you can't, listen, it's considered Tarat Atzmo in the sense that what was, he was claimed by a Katan. So a claim of a Katan is really not, uh, not a heavy claim. It cannot be Tovea. But you can't also say now that it's Meshiva Veda. Because he's not coming uh, on his own. Bottom line, there was a, a claim over here. So therefore, that's the case where the B and the Isa will say what? You need a Shivwa. Comes again when says, wait. Ve'a Amar Mor. The Brayta's language was <laughs> So we're saying what's the case of Ta'anat Atzmo Where a Katan was the Toveya So it comes to Gavran and says hold We're talking you don't swear on a Tana of a Katan, not a Hedesh, not a Shotesh. So that cannot be the case as well. When Katan comes, gives you a claim. You're obligated to swear. The Katan's not going to make me have a Shivwa. So the Gabbara said, no, no. My Katan, what does it mean, Katan? Gadol. <laughs> a Katan means a Gadol. <laughs> so the Gabbara says, Katan. So why are you calling uh, uh, the Gadol a Katan? So the Gabbara says, Delegabe mile de Abiv Katanhu. Because this is not his own personal stuff. He's already talking for the items that happened to his father. And since he's not really fluent, what's going on with his father's uh, assets over here. So therefore we call him a katam, but really is a gadol. And therefore, what's the case? The, the oldest son is gadol. So therefore, first of all, a gadol can be hayav a shivuah. But we call him a katam, like is da'at. Because when it comes to his father's uh, portfolio, he don't know exactly uh, what's going on so much. So therefore, what happened? Could it be the end of the sons coming along to the to the to, 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 to the borrower? So it's not on his own admission. The sons coming along and he's telling him, "Listen, you owe my father this uh, money over here." So he's coming along. Saying, I, I agree, but listen, I, I paid him uh, half. So that's the case that the be that is said. Yes, pa'amim only question is why is that considered al piyatsmo? Already now you have a gadol that's coming in and being toin. Why is that considered al piyatsmo? So the Gemara says iyache talanat asmo. Is that considered talanat asmo? Talanat agarimi. This is already being claimed by somebody else. So comes the Gemara and says talanat agarim vehodat asmo. Now what it means, Apidat Atzmo means, you're right, he's being claimed by somebody else, but he himself is admitting. Which means, what happened when the Gadol came along and said, hey, you owe my father a hundred. He was more there. He came along and said, yeah, I agree, I owe him a hundred, but I paid him, uh, I paid him fifty. So therefore when he said, yes, pa'amim she'adab nishba'at pi'atzmo, is a case where others are to earn him, and he comes in his modeh, api atzmo. So, ah, that's the Gemara's next question. So the Gemara asks, what are you talking about? Kulehi ta'anta ta'anat akhirim vodat atzmo ninu. Which means, that's a classical case of what the Bibi Ksat. What are you saying to me there? That's every case of what the Bibi Ksat, the ta'ana. When a guy comes along and says, you owe me a hundred. And he comes back and says, no, I only owe you 50. So, what do you tell me? Oh, in that case, you have to make a shivu'ah. Isn't that a classical case of Modebim Ksad Ta'ana? You also have to make a swear that he paid the 50? Which means, that means what, what's your hadush then? Which you, we want a case of, uh, that you tell me, that sometimes when you, the claim is coming from you, Ta'ana Ta'atzmo, Nishma'ah. So again, what's the case of Ta'ana Ta'atzmo? Oh, the case is really where he was being nitba' from Ahirim, but he was more there, Ma'atzmo. 
And that hadus will be the ayah you make a shivu'ah. Kibra says that, 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 that is every single case of Modemics. Nobody argues in that case. When it, that, that, that's how the mechanics of Modemics that work. Somebody comes along and says, you owe me 100. He comes along and says, not only owe you 50, he makes a shivu'ah. So, so what, what's the hadus to be there? What, what, what are you teaching us? So the Kibra comes along and says, oh. So we have to give a different case of the Blaita. We don't know the case of the Bilia. What's the case of a guy that makes a Shivu'ah al-Pi Atzmo? We do not have the case. So Gibran says, Ela hacha Which means, go back to the original answer, it's a Katan. It's a Katan. Okay, the Katan's coming along and saying, Listen, you owe my father a uh, hundred. And that case of it, the is coming along and saying it was only fifty. In that case, coming along and saying he has to make a shivua. I we had a question with that. We had a question of it that a katan cannot be cause a person to make a shivua. The Gemara will answer. The Gemara says like this: They're arguing Rabbi the Eizim and Yaakov and Hachamim in the Shita of Rabba. The Amar Rabba mepenema amrat Torah modeh bemiksata taana yishava. What's the reason? What's the sevara? Why, when a guy admits half, we make him swear that he paid half? What do you make him swear for? He's claiming a hundred. I'm saying, listen, I know it was a hundred, but I paid you half. You swear that you paid him the half, and then uh, you off the hook, just pay him the other half. What's the savar on that? So he says, Hazaka en adam ba'al Because we know a guy cannot be brazen to say, I don't owe you anything. The guy's not going to be me'iz. The guy's not going to have the brazenness to say to the guy who lent him the money, I owe you nothing. Which means really this guy over here, he really wants to say I owe you nothing. But he knows he can't say that because uh, he's embarrassed. So therefore, the only reason why it was not kofir, because he doesn't want to be, uh, be brazen. And therefore, the Torah was mehayev shivwa on the part that he was kofir. Which means really, we're thinking the guy, in his, in his mind, he wants to say, oh, you're nothing. But what? He can't say that. Why can't he say that? Because in Adam Me'iz. So therefore he comes along and says, you know what, I'll be kofir on, uh, on half. Okay, at least half. So therefore we're going to make him swear. Make him swear at least now uh, on, this, on this half. Look at Rashi, bottom uh, Rashi. Ela. Look at the bottom Rashi. Ela hacha b'dabaka b'pilke. Ela le'olam b'to'en katan. Oh, the case of Rebidah is talking about where katan came along and said, yo, my father money. Oh, but we had a question in the Brayta. We don't. A katan cannot make a person make a shivua. Hani mili betoato katan ani netativ lecha. Oh, that's only when it's direct between the the lovei and the malvei, which means where the katan is saying, "I gave you the money." Then already we said, "And a katan." He comes over and says, "I paid you back." Here. A katan cannot be mashbiya somebody. On his own uh, issue. Because okay. when we talk about the case of Modem Mixat in the Torah, it means Ish El Re'ayu, Velo Katan. Good. He is not coming for himself to Katan. He's coming along and saying, You owe my father the money. And that case over there, you don't see in the Torah any law that says Katakara uh, Bimashbiyah. Which means, where do we know that 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 Mordemuksar is a Shivwa? Kiyitin Ish il Re'ehu. Good. Mashi'ek, in this case over here, it's not a case of Ish il Re'ehu. 
Because I'm not coming along to tell him for myself. I'm coming along and saying, you owe my father the money. But that case over there, the Bia is going to say, the guy's Hayav Shavua. Where the rabbis go to the other extreme. They say, even if the guy was a Gadol and comes along and says, uh, uh, you owe my father the money, now why is it considered Meshiv uh, Aveda? Because in this case over here, like we learned, the guy has no problem to say, I don't know anything. Because he's not coming along to the claim of the Gadol, he's coming along to the claim of his father. So therefore, he could have got away with saying, I don't know anything. So whatever he's giving back is considered Meshiv Aveda. And we never love Meshiv Aveda does not have to make a Shavuah. So it comes to Kabbalah and says like this, the mahluk between the bin let's get clarity. And the banan is based on Rabbah. What's the mahluk? We go again. What's the reason why the Torah said, Modim Miksatatana has to swear? Let's get the mechanics again. The classical case of Modim Miksatatana is where a guy comes along and says, you owe me a hundred. Okay? The guy comes along and says, no, 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 no. I, uh, I only owe you fifty. I paid you back uh, fifty. Swear that you paid back fifty. Why, why? Why would the Torah make, make, make the guy swear now? So to say it like this, because really the guy, his intention is really to be kufir on everything. The guy don't want to pay back, and he wants to say, I owe you nothing, this guy really. But what? He knows he can't do that. Because he knows, uh, So what does he come along and say? He comes along and says, uh, I'll owe you a half. But he's only doing that because in Adam, So therefore, from that point that you paid back uh, half, we're going to make you make a shivwa. Continue, continue. Rabbi is continuing. And really, it could be that what? We're continuing the seven of this guy. Could be when he admitted, he wants to admit what? That he owes him the whole thing. And now the reason why he's not admitting that he owes him the whole thing Because he wants more time Which means if a guy, if you tell me in Adam Me'iz So then, why is he saying half? If you tell me a guy does not have the brazenness to be kufed the call So you should say, oh, I owe you $100 So why is he saying half? So it's a delay tactic he figures, let me store those out. I'm home half now. And if, okay, give me half now. And he'll, uh, he'll give him time. Ki echid l'shtamitle. V'sabar adav l'zuzeh. U'paran aleh. Okay, when I get more money, I'll pay him. So it's a stalling tactic. V'rachamana amar remesh shivu'ah aleh. So you know what? Let's just put a swear on him. Ki echid l'odele b'chuleh. We want him to say the, say the truth. Say what you owe. So now we understand the full logic of this, of this shivu'ah. Now it becomes clear. <laughs> Before we were just saying half a story. Now you understand the whole logic of it. Let's review the full logic again. A guy really does not have the guts to say, Oh, you're nothing. So he's going to come along and say, Listen, oh, yeah. Now why is he going to say, Oh, yeah? If you're saying, He should come along and say, Oh, yeah, everything. No, because the guy doesn't have the money. So the guy's figuring, Listen, now I'll say half. And the guy was, Okay, at least I got half, and he'll go. And when the guy gets extra money, maybe he'll pay him, right? So the Torah doesn't want that. The Torah doesn't want a guy now, a guy is he's, he's making a false claim. There's no man, if you always full. So therefore we say, make a shivwa. So the Gemara continues, the that's Rabbah. Now where did the rabbis and the Bili Ezra fit into the shivwa of Rabbah? The Bili Ezra bin Yaakov Sabar. La shena bo ve la shena bibno enu me'iz. 
he doesn't make a difference not when it's direct and not when it's to the kid's father. Which means, even in the case where the kid is claiming you owe my father the money, we're working with the same sevara in Adam Me'iz Bifnei Ba'al Hobo, and therefore he really wants to uh, admit the whole thing, but he can't admit the whole thing, so he's claiming after we make him make a shevara, it's not considered a meshiv avedah in this case over here, because he's not being modeb mixat on his own latzon, He's being more difficult because really he has uh, he, he has no choice because he doesn't have the guts to be kofir hakol. However, Rabbanan Safri bohu de'enu me'iz. Yeah, he doesn't have the guts to be me'iz on direct loan between the lovin and the malveh. Aval bibno me'iz. But the no, I don't have any shame to tell you. I don't know your father anything. You didn't lend me the money, and therefore Medinoyeiz Meshivavedavim. The fact that he wasn't Meiz, he's considered like a Meshivav. It's coming on his own uh, on his own right. So therefore, he's considered like uh, on his own right. Therefore, we don't have to make a shivla. So let's go back. Let's go back now. Let's review the uh, the, the the outcome over here. Rabbi Eliezer. And Rabbi uh, Yaakov, that is, and Hachamim argue on a case over here, even if, let's say, the son is a gadol, and comes along and says, You owe my father the money. According to Hachamim, they say there's no difference between, I'm sorry, according to Rabbi Yaakov, he says there's no difference between when the son's coming for the father or the son's coming from himself. <laughs> Bottom line, and it's considered Baal Chobo. Mm-hmm. And therefore the Sefer of Rava applies. And Adam Me'iz B'Fnei Baal So therefore when he came along and said Hef, he had to say Hef. It wasn't like he was coming uh, on his own. It was, he had no choice to say Hef. And the only reason why he didn't say the whole thing is because it could be he didn't have the money he wanted to store. So therefore in that case over there, we're going to make him make a Shivu'ah. Masha'enken, according to, uh, and that's what the Bilezid meant when he said, Yesh pa'anim shadam nishma, al pi ta'anat atzmo, which means even when say the, it's a katan that comes along and, uh, and is the one that says, uh, you know, you owe my father this money over here. So it's considered ta'anat atzmo uh, in the sense that the katan is, because uh, he is a katan, and really, he can uh, make him swear in this case based on the Savara of Rava, because really the Eradam Ya'is, Mashaykh, according to rabbis, they say no. Even if a Gadol would come along and claim for the father, when you're giving back, you're giving back on your own. It's like Because I could have told the guy, I owe you nothing. And but I'm not forced to say that, because I would say that, because I don't have any shame. I would be believed. And therefore, when I'm coming along and saying, uh, otherwise we don't want to discourage people from giving, giving back uh, loans over there. So come, that's the mahluk between the Bilezab and Yaakov and uh, Hakamim. Now, the only thing is, we go back to our, exactly, we go back to our original question. Gibran's original question was, give this case. Why don't you give this case to the Mishnah? Where the case is, where a guy comes along and says, uh, you know, uh, your father lent me money, and I paid him back half, and the Biyoshua will be more there. That why in this case over he has a Ne'emanut. That was the original question. We wanted to know, why did the, the, the Mishnah 
give uh, a case like this, that what? Where um, nobody claimed first, he came uh, on his own, and therefore, your father let me a hundred, and I gave him back fifty. Now, the Gemara, you answered above, you said it doesn't work according to any of the Shitot. That was the Gemara's answer. It doesn't work not according to the Banan, and not according to the However, now according to what we're saying now, it's going to work. The Bidiyazid bin Yaakov over here is only Mechayev if the bin was Toveya Tahida. But in the case where the guy's coming on his own, so then already he's going to be more dead, it's Patur. Which means when we said Al Piatsmo meant where the son came and claimed. Masha'enkin, where the guy himself, the love on his own comes along and says, Listen, uh, your father let me a hundred, I paid him back fifty. Even the Bidi Ezeb and Yaakov will agree what? That he does not have to make a shivuah, he's Nehman. So we go back to the original question the Gemara now could have said, You could have said that case and just say it's Aliba, then it be the Ezeb. That's a view. <coughs> The Gemara started and said, hey, we have a better case in the Mishnah. Give me a case in the Mishnah where the guy himself comes along and says, you owe me, uh, your father lent me a hundred, and I paid him back uh, fifty. Mm-hmm. And the Hadush of the Mishnah is, he's the Iman. And now he's the Iman, but even though it's a more different mixat, he doesn't have to make a Shivuah. It's like a Meshit Avedah, it's coming on his own uh, will over there. Beautiful, big Hadush. So he says, yeah, it's very nice, but uh, it doesn't work according to the Bidiyaz of Yaakov, let's say. Nor does it work for the Rabbis. Why? Because according to the rabbis, even if they claim him, he doesn't have to make a shivua. And according to Bilez and Yaakov, even if they don't claim him, he has to make a shivua. Now the Gibra fell off that last part. The Gibra said, no, no, no. If only when, and how do we know that? Because Bilez and Yaakov, sometimes the guy swears, a piatsmo. But now we say, no, no, a piatsmo means where the kid is coming to claim him. But in the Kedamir, according to Bilez and Yaakov, if. The guy offered himself and said, Listen, your father owed me the money. Uh, your, your fa- I owe your father money. And I paid him back half. Even if he has the Yaakov will say, He's the Iman. And he does not have to pay back half. So then you could have said to Mishnah, that case, Ali Badri Bidi Aizir, Ben Yaakov. That's the question that was not uh, answered. So the Mephashim explained like this. That's the logic. I'm coming on my own will over here. I don't have to say anything. And therefore, don't make a shivuah. You see, Rabbi Yoshua was working with a different mechanic here. What was the mechanic Rabbi Yoshua was teaching us? The same pair that was Osir is the pair that's Matir. Right? For example, what was the case he gave us? Let's give the, the actual case of the Mishnah. The actual case was, your father uh, had a field, and he sold it to me. Now, what's the mechanics of why that works? Why is Naiman? The Pesha Asar, who are Pesha Atir. You're the one that said the father, oh, no one came to you, you offered that on your own. So, Sha'udu so therefore the Gemara, the Mishnah is trying to give me a mechanic of a Pesha Asar, a Pesha This case over here is not working with that mechanic anymore. This is working only with a mechanic of Meshid Aveda. Why is he in the Iman? I'm coming on my own thing over here. And therefore, listen, I didn't have to, I didn't have to say nothing over here. I could have been Kofir Akol. I could have said, uh, I don't know anything. So now when I'm giving you back half, 
this is a fact. I found an item. I'm giving it to back. And then we don't want to discourage people when they find lost objects and things like that. So therefore, we don't want to say that's the case in the Mishnah. Because although it's true, although it's true, but it's not working with the Pesha, it's not a Pesha, and that's what the Mishnah wanted to, to, to convey. Such a type of a uh, such a type of answer. So he says, mm-hmm. Right? So that's why ultimately the Gemara does not want to bring this case, even though Rabbi Yoshua what can say that case Alibad Rabbi Azim Yaakov will make sense, but it's working with a different uh, mechanic. Good. Comes the next Mishnah. Now let's discuss a law like this. You have a stop. You have a star, the star has witnesses on it. Okay, now, before you, uh, let's say, want to get paid with such a star, or use such a star, so the uh, person has to validate that the witnesses on the star are uh, legal, that they're kosher witnesses. So there's basically three ways to establish that the witnesses on a star are kosher, are valid. The first way is that the witnesses themselves will come along and say, and that's my signature. That's the best way. They themselves will come along and say, listen, this is my signature, we signed it, therefore the start is valid, you can use it to take a payment. The second way is, other witnesses will come along. And they'll say, we recognize these guys' signatures, it's, it's, it's their signature. The third way would be, Betin finds another star that has these two guys' signatures on them. And therefore they take it and they compare. The Betty them, so they say, look, we see the, the signatures match, and therefore we say that they signed it, and therefore it validates the start. Okay, good. So, and therefore what? Once they validate the start, now you can use the start as a fake payment, right? So now the Gabbara Let's say witnesses came along, and they said, Ktav Yadin Huzeh. We're not arguing. This is our uh, signatures on the star. However, aval anusim hayinu, which is we, we didn't see any transaction over here. What are they testifying? We saw that so and so lent so and so hundred dollars. Then we were there, we're signing it, and the transaction took place. They're coming along and saying, "Listen, yes, it's our signatures." But there was no transaction over here. So what did you sign it for? They were under duress, they forced us over here, therefore... That's the case also again, mm-hmm. which means they're coming along and oscillating it by saying that that's their signatures. Right? But then right after, what are they saying? But uh, listen, we were forced. And they're saying it uh, back-to-back claims. And therefore the Mishnah is going to say what? They believed. What's the second case they say? They say, Ketanimayinu. Which means, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's our signature. But listen, uh, we, we signed it when we were underage. And a katan is pasul to be a witness. Or they say, Which means we were pasul. Either we were relatives to the litigants over here, or they were relatives uh, to themselves. And therefore, we, 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 we were discarded. Or we're misahik bekubya, right? We're gamblers or things like that. Whatever would render a person. So, so what's the Mishnah say? So the witnesses have a testimony. Now, normally, we don't believe witnesses to come along and say uh, all these claims. 
Normally when a witness comes up and says, uh, you know, that was we were Pasul, or we were Katan, you don't trust them. But in this case over here, you trust them. Why? Because they're the ones that validated the Shtar. Which means we only know that it's their signature based on their testimony. So therefore it's a classic case of the Pesha Asar, they didn't have to come along and say that. They're coming along and saying it's them. They could have just kept quiet. We wouldn't know that. We wouldn't know that it's them. To start over, therefore there would be no uh, claim bichlal. They're coming along and saying, "I'm telling you, that's us. Yes, that is our signature." Oh, so you became the star. But at the same time, I'm telling you, we were uh, either pasul or we were katan or we were under duress. Good. Oh, so look at Meshi. Relatives or gamblers The only way you can vow that the start is through their own testimony Just like you believe him for this, believe him for that Which is you believe in them that the start is that the signature is there this. So just like you believe them that the signatures did, believe them that what? That uh, they were uh, under duress and etc. However, the Mishnah concludes, Vim uh, Yesha'idim, Let's say there were witnesses that came along and said, We don't need these guys. Witnesses are coming along and validating. Or let's say the Betin is able to validate their witnesses by looking at a different star. So now we're not the Imam. Once you sign a star, and already we validate it, you're not the amount to come along and say, uh, the transaction never happened, uh, we were under duress, we were under force, we were pursued, all that. Because then you don't have a seven up, pesha, pesha. They, they're, not, they're not being the osir. Someone else is being the osir. So therefore they do not have a ne'emanu trashi. Yotsem emakom acher, chatumim b'shtar acher, she'ozak bebetin, v'chatuv bo enpek. Enpek means you have a validation. Which means we know that the star that they're comparing it to was already certified. Mm. So therefore we know it's their uh, signatures. Which means the penmanship is, the signatures are the same. Good. Now the Gemara begins. Gemara says. Amar Rami Barhamma. Which means like this. What do we say at the end of our Mishnah? Witnesses show up. Right? But the witnesses, not witnesses, let's say they were able to validate the star from a different place. Right? Then they came along and said, uh, yes, okay, they validated the star, but we're telling you that we were uh, under duress. So what do we say? They're not ni'iman. So now, Rami Barhama is qualifying that last case. And saying, when are they not ni'iman? When they come along and say, listen, we were uh, under duress because of uh, money, which means they told us, if you don't sign this star over here, we're going to take away money, you're going to be incurring a loss, and things like that. That's when they're not in the Iman. Why? Because we have a rule. A person is not believed to make himself a Rasha. Now, in this over here, when they're coming along saying, we, we signed a, a false document, 
in order to save ourselves from some uh, financial loss. The guy, you're incriminating yourself. You're calling yourself an eight shaker for money? That's why they don't have a Neemanut. However, Abal Anusim Ainu Mahmat Nefashot, Hareilu Neemanim. Which means if they come along and say, listen, even though they didn't validate it, it was validated in Makomahayat. But they come along and say, yeah, but listen, the reason why we signed the start over here is because uh, they were going to kill us. They've always pikuah nefesh. In that case over there, the Ne'eman, even if the star was mikuyam by somewhere else, because over there they're not making themselves the Sha'im. They come on saying, listen, we signed the star because our life was on the line. And according to the Halakha, and the Bar Omeh Bifneh Pikuah Nefesh, and therefore we were allowed to uh, sign the star. Mm-hmm. Look at that sheet. Lo shanu di inktav yadan yotzim makom ahad en ne'emanim When do we let enough believe? Ela she'amru anusimayinu Mahmat mamon Telav kol kemine We don't believe them L'shivuyin nafshayu L'sha'im Be'edut piyem V'lifsol et tashtar De'adam karov el atzmo Ve'enu ne'eman al atzmo Normally a person is not believed Legabe testimony on himself Because every person is related to himself right? And he's a nogeya He's a prejudice to himself And therefore Lo l'shut ve'lo l'chobah not hizkut, not for uh, uh, benefit, not for a disadvantage. B'dirin nefashot u'psule edut la'asot rasha u'pasul alpiv, which means you're coming along now and you want to be give a testimony. You want to say what that this start over here is pasul because we're saying that our signature was what under the rest of money. Ve'elu poslin atzman. They're coming on to posel themselves. You're not allowed to testify on yourself. You're testifying yourself in this case, right? They're claiming about their own signatures. Be'omrem hatam nu sheker b'shvil ones mamon. Now v'resha tamam shuah pesha sero pesheti, which is in the resha. Well, they're also coming on and making themselves the shaim. Are they saying in the resha? We signed this document of it, but we're under duress. Now, what's the duress? In the Eresha uh, of the Mishnah, money. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they cannot testify. No, there you have a Sevran Pesha, San Peshetir. Which means, if they're the ones that were the Osir, by saying it's their signature, they could be the ones of the Matir, even if it's incriminating. Listen to the Sevran that are working here. In the Eresha, they're the ones that were Mekayim, the Shtari, the Sevran Pesha, San Peshetir, even if the way they're. Dismantling their testimony by saying, "Listen, we did it for the money. Mm-hmm. It's believed. Why? Because you have a severa pesha asar peshetim. Since the whole thing is being mikuyam on you, and you're doing it betoket you can break it. Good. I in the sefa, however, you're not what said over already. The shtar was mikuyam imakom Now you're just coming along giving stam a blank testimony on your own signatures." Now we know a person cannot give a testimony himself, especially in a case like this, where a person now is making himself a rasha. He comes and says, "Listen, not to that's my signature. We know it's your signature. We don't need you to say you're not. You're not the osir over here." But I'm saying, I'm coming along and saying, "You should know we, we signed that over there because uh, money." No, 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 no. You, you can't testify yourself. Nobody can give a testimony regarding themselves. And therefore, what in this case of it's giving a testimony that really is an incriminating testimony that makes himself a rasha. Therefore, he's not Neiman. Therefore, the deed of the Mishnah is Eno Neiman. However, if they came along and said that the reason why we signed it is because we were under life and death threat, that already, it's not uh, making themselves a Rasha. 
רש"י, מחמת נפשות, שאמר בעל השטר הזה להורגנו, ואדם חזק הוא. And if we wouldn't have signed it, he would have killed us. So therefore, in that case over there, they have a ne'emanut. Good. Okay, Amale so Rava says, hold it. Kol kemine, hold it. Do you believe them when they say we were forced uh, under uh, life and death? We have another law. There's no, there's no double, uh, double jeopardy. Once you give testimony, you can't now recant the testimony. Which means you already signed the start. You said that this transaction happened. Your signature was accepted in the betting. You can't come along now and recant. The Torah comes along and says, in this law of Kevan Shegid, once already you said, Shuvinu Hosea Namagid, it says, Im lo yagid. If let's say witnesses no testimony, Im lo yagid avono. Then you're going to make a sin. You're not allowed to withhold testimony. But once you say it, you said it. Well, now, a guy's going to come into the Beti Monday, uh, I testify, I saw it. Then he comes in on Tuesday, and I changed my mind, I didn't see it. Uh, Torah says, whatever you said first, that's already a testimony. So therefore, the Gemara cannot accept how you tell me over here that they signed the star, and the star became Mikuyam. Now they're coming along and saying, uh, we, we, we're telling you that this happened over here, that we, we signed it only because of the Kuwak Nefesh and all that. Kevin Chigid, Shuvin Ochozer Magid, look at that sheet. The Gabi Eidut, Hada Hagada Ketiva. There's one testimony that's given. Imlo Yagid. It says, if you don't say, you're guilty. Once you say, it's finished. When you sign a star, that's like giving a testimony. How are they believed to uproot? The star is already valid. Pay attention. In the Resha of the Mishnah, Kishin Ktab Yadan Yotzim Makomahir, they're the ones that are making the star. Because this star is not a star in the Resha, unless they come along and say, What? That's us. Yeah, where she's learning? It's all one testimony. They're saying, It's our signatures, but we were under duress. That's not considered recanting. That's all considered one. One testimony. They're saying it even talking the dibur. They're saying it in one shot. But here, we're not relying on you. The star is already Now you're just coming along and saying, uh, so I want to tell you that uh, the signature's over here, we were under the rest. Uh, you signed already. <laughs> and it's, it's a separate Haggadah. Meaning it's not considered one long Haggadah of, of Qiyum and then uh, recanting. So the Gebra says, Maybe you'll tell me this law of recanting is only on verbal uh, testimony. Which because the Pasuk does say, Im lo yagid. Yagid is mashma, verbal testimony. But maybe on a star, you can recant. 
that's not so. When you have witnesses that sign on a star, that's as if they were interrogated in Betin. It's as if what? They testify verbally. And therefore, there's no difference between a verbal testimony or a testimony that's written in a star. And just like you cannot recant on a verbal testimony, you cannot recant on a written testimony. It's like they were, they were interrogated already. So comes again and says, you're right. Which means like this. Go back to Rabbi Barhamah's original statement. Instead of learning his statement on the Sefa, on the case of En Ne'emanim, go to the case on the Resha where we said Ne'emanim. What's the case of the Resha? Well, they're the ones that are establishing the star, and they're the ones that are saying we were uh, Anusim. So on that he says, Amari Barhama lo shanu ela sha'amru anusinainu mahmat nefashot. Ah, that which we say to have in the emanut of a pesha asada peshetir is only when they come along and say we sign because under the duress of pikuah nefesh. Because in that case over here, they're uprooting their testimony, but they're not making themselves reshaim. The coming along says, "What do you want to do? We had to sign because our life was online, and if we had, a, we, we were we were allowed to sign under such a situation. However, aval amru anusi meinu ahmad manmon en nemi maitama and adam mesim etasmor asha, which is according to the second pshat. It's it's directly opposite of the first pshat. The second pshat saying, even in a case we have a sevarav a pesha asar a it only works when the guy's not making them when the even not making themselves the shaim. It only is going to work in a case where they come." along and say Anusim Mahmat Nefashot but if they come along and say Anusim Mahmat Mamon even though it, they themselves validated the star we do not have a Ne'emanut so therefore Rabbi Barakamah's statement was said in the in the beginning and therefore it comes out comes out that according to the second Nosah of Rami Bar Hama, he's arguing on the first Nosah, on the Nosahot, on two fundamental points, which means, according to the first Pshat, the witnesses are able to say Anusim Mahmat Nefashot, even if the Shtar was Mikoyam from somewhere else. Which means, even if Beti was Mikoyam the Shtar, they can come along and say, Listen, uh, we signed over in Mahmat Nefashot. Good. However, according to the second explanation, no, no, no. Once the star is mequiam by a deem from somewhere else, you cannot say anything. You cannot say Anusim Mahmat Namun, even you can't even say Mahmat. That's the first fundamental difference between the Resha and the Sefa. The Resha says that even in a case where the star was Mikuyam by somewhere else, you can still say we saw Mahmat Nefashot. In the second shot, once the star is Mikuyam from somewhere else, you have no claim. Second difference is, according to the first shot, when you say a Pesha Asara Peshetir, when you're the one that was Mikayim the star, you're able to say Anusim even Mahmat Mamun. Mm-hmm. 
which means in the first plot, even if let's say their claim is Anus Mahmat Mamon, because you're the one that was Mikhayim the star. In the second shot, no. Even using a Pesha Asara Peshiti, that's only going to work Mahmat, Nefashot, but not Mahmat Mamon. So those are the two, the Kabinot between the two, Shitot Abrahim Barhamah, Brukhawali Olam.